Yo, what is going on, guys? For September the 8th, 2019, it is Room Prime. RoomPrimeTV.com. Room Prime TV Podcast. So let's get it. It's the weekend. You know what that means. You are listening to my voice because we have a lot to discuss. We're going to hit on Dave Chappelle and his stand-up special on Netflix. Also, uh, Vic Mayana and the court case proceedings. And just how those two bit of news correlates to what's going on in society. And whatever else uh, subjects or topics that will come up during the course of this podcast, it will also correlate to what's going on. But I just want to specifically talk about those two because everyone's talking about the Dave Chappelle uh, Sticks and Stones special. And I love comedy. I love a good stand-up show. Dave Chappelle is one of those uh, goats, if you want to say, greatest of all time. And he tackled just some, he tackled some shit, like things that will get you in trouble because nowadays everyone's so PC, everyone's so worried about, you know, stepping on toes. And he didn't give a fuck. And that's what I love. But we're going to get into that also with the Vic Mayana uh, court proceedings. Uh, Vic on Friday had a bad day. But not to worry. They're going to appeal. Uh, Jamie Markey, uh, she was dismissed. You know, unfortunately, we can't win them all. But this is just... A battle in the continuing war. So we will talk about that for all of you who are with Vic and who will have been standing with Vic since this bullshit drama happened back in in uh, February. And ironically, is when I started my podcast back in February of this year. But before we get into the nitty gritty into the nitty-gritty i want to thank you guys for listening to my voice tuning in every week whenever i have content listening to if you listen to me weekly if you're catching up to my older shows i appreciate it if you listen for my guest host wrong himself and agent neil if it's the hsc boys if it's uh all the other side projects i have I truly do appreciate and I I cannot stress that enough. And with 2019, you know, towards its twilight, twilight months, now it's getting colder, you know, summer is just winding down. And it's my favorite time of the year. When it gets a little cooler, you start wearing your you know, your sweaters, you know, your hoodies, you know, it's, uh, you know, me and someone don't get along. So as the 
fall months or autumn for those who prefer autumn and the winter months we're going to provide we here at room prime tv will continue pro- to provide some good content and even though with my schedule being you know topsy-turvy flipsy-whipsy whatever you want to call it still going to provide you guys with weekly content and i'm working on so many things with the website with getting guest hosts with getting hardware because you guys know how i love hardware i love getting new equipment if it's for our personal use or it's for the podcast regardless i just love getting new equipment getting that new that new uh say computer smell that new just plasticky fresh off the off the box smell because just upgrading your your podcast anyone can just get a simple microphone usb you know get a simple headset and you're good but i want to do this legit and yeah you can be legit on a budget but as time goes on i need to upgrade my equipment i need to definitely get serious because you want to stand out and that's what that's the most important thing in this if you're streaming on twitch if you're a youtuber if you're a photographer if you're an artist you want to make sure that you up your game that you're able to climb up that ladder one rung at a time and we'll you know we'll get there but one of the key things is making sure that you have that equipment ready to go that you have you have you know the latest but if you're on a budget you can get something that that essentially is you know the latest and greatest but you know you're not breaking the bank but certain things you will have to make the bank the bank for and i'm willing to go all the way with this because it's a hobby of mine i'm not you know professional at this but i do want to get to that level and you know the best way to do that hey you gotta you gotta work for it you gotta you know get up at 4 a.m you have to uh you know i used to go to sleep at 4 a.m but now i'm getting up at 4 a.m so it's like a you know change of pace but like i like i said it's just a, a phase it's just a chapter in our lives and before you know it you know won't be having to wake up at 4 a.m even though i don't mind it but it's just for the time being yes 4 a.m to me it's still for sleeping but hey gotta do what you gotta do get your you know your podcast your your hobbies if you really are for it and you you have to do some sacrifices sacrifices have to be made for your dreams for your hobbies so enough of that get that all out of the way and guys speaking of it getting colder you know we're in just entering the fall and winter months here we're in september before you know it towards the end of september it's gonna start getting a little chilly and before you know it'll be halloween and thanksgiving and christmas and new year's so to be ahead of the game may i suggest 
some apparel. I have a Teespring. I know also uh, Agent Neil and Ron himself, they also have Teesprings just to promote their brand. And I want to promote my brand as well. So there'll be a link in the description if you ever so desire. Go on there and you can buy yourself a hoodie. You know, for those uh these cold win- these cold fall months, soon to be winter months. So if you wanna rock and represent and support the Room Prime T V podcast, you wanna support RoomPrimeTV.com, this is your best bet. It's by getting yourself a Room Prime TV podcast hoodie. And I will thank you. And I'm not looking for profit. I'm just looking to get my name out there. And hey, a little little bit of cheese doesn't hurt. Just as long as it's a, a pepper jack or provolone. But food aside, because I, I haven't done food analogies in a while. It's you know truly important to get my name out there. And hey, if you support my podcast, if you've been rocking with me for the longest, get yourself a t-shirt wear around the house, you know, since, you know, obviously it's going to get chillier and to wear a t-shirt. I've done it many times, wear t-shirts outside when it was chilly, really cold outside. Don't do it. Be smarter than me. That's how you catch a cold. Get yourself a hoodie. If you want to get a a t-shirt, you go right ahead. And I will have all the links in the description below for this. So please, if you want, Cop a hoodie, cop a t-shirt, and a sticker. You know, put it on your your computer, uh, your phone case. Don't put it on your phone, you know, bare-skinned. Because uh, then it's going to really, really, really reduce the, the resale uh, value of your iPhone or your Samsung. So, please, if you want, if you ever so desire, get yourself a hoodie on Teespring. And I'll have the links in the show notes below. So, let's get on with it. So, I want to talk about something. Just the fact that in this day and age, especially with social media, and I still stand by what I've been saying on many podcasts. If it's just me solo, if it's with Rome and, and Agent Neil. The fact of the matter is, while social media is a good way to connect with people and to, especially if you have a podcast, if you have an apparel, you know, if you have, you know, shirts and hoodies to sell, if you have a social media following, you know, you have a Twitch, anything. While in that aspect, it is very useful and very versatile to have social media in that aspect. It's also, as a society, what has social media done to to society? It has turned us into essentially nihilists. Where we don't care about anything, we don't care about morality, it's all about just destroying 
we're all about destruction. We're all about, hey, fuck this. Let's just, because we're a bunch of uh, jokers, you know, we want to we, we watch the world burn, essentially. You know, that, that quote from the, the Dark Knight. Good movie, by the way. You know, people don't have an agenda. They just want to see shit blow up. They want to just see people and, and watch people's lives just get ruined. You know, concepts and ideas and, and just the way of life destroyed because they're unhappy. They're unsatisfied. So when, and I'm going to read the definition of social nihilism just to for you guys to get a context here hey don't don't say that room prime didn't teach you anything but i digress nihilism is a belief that all values are baseless and that nothing can be known or communicated it is often so associated with extreme pessimism and a radical skepticism that condemns existence. A true nihilist will believe in nothing, have no loyalties and no purpose other than perhaps an impulse to destroy. So let's break that down really quick. The belief that all values are baseless, like I talk about the nuclear family, you know, have a, a mom, dad, kids you know I always talked about that with you know with my friends off and on the podcast that all this is going on you, you see all this shit going on with the you know the, the L's and the V's and the Q's and the T's you know they essentially are trying to and especially since in in many in many civilizations in the late stage of civilization you just see all bunch of rampant forms of immorality you start seeing just society just just implode on itself this massive amounts of degradation essentially you just see just just morality and 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 free will just go on a tailspin. You start seeing sexuality being pushed on on kids and 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 sexual education being taught to to young ones in school and 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 androgyny and and rampant drug use and and just the the lack of of drive and goals and, and ambition and you see that so when you see especially in this definition all values are baseless all the all the the standards and, and what we grew up with if you were in you know growing up in the 90s or even in the 80s like all that's gone for shit now everyone is so glued to social media, everyone's glued to their iPhones and and iPads and tablets, and they just worrying about getting social media famous. 
They're worried about getting that little drop of clout. They're not worried about themselves in the sense that what can I do to make society better? They're only worried about trying to get popular online to please people that do not give an absolute iota a drop of a fuck. And you see it all over social media. You see it. Social media makes a lot of things so small. And we got to the point that majority of society we're, we're so jaded with everything with all these with me too with all these scandals all all these school shootings all these uh especially with politics when politics are essentially injected into everything every facet of society even our entertainment when Politics is injected to entertainment, things that we escape to because of politics, all, you know, and now everyone wants to get into politics for many reasons. We we have our affiliations, you may not, but you still keep tabs on it. It's cool. It's cool to keep up with things. It's cool to, you know, know what's going on because you don't want to be left in the dark. And anyway, we're left in the dark. When it comes to political agendas, because there's a lot of things we don't know that will, in the near and few years, maybe in a decade, maybe in five years, maybe in a year, it will come to affect us. But we don't know because it needs is need to know. Ah, Poland Spring, oh so good, and. I'm just so baffled. I'm baffled that the way the world is going, with especially with politics, everything's getting politicized. We cannot have fun. We cannot enjoy comedy. We cannot have just a means of escape because we're so worried about offending people and everyone is so thin-skinned. And I talk about this on many of the wrestling podcasts that, especially with wrestling fans and the wrestlers themselves and the performers, oh, I'm sorry, uh, uh, performance artists. <laughs> performance artists. We, and I'm a wrestling fan. And I can say that especially... If you have been into wrestling like for like a long time before I was even born or when I was in diapers and you see how people are just so thin skinned today. That's 2019. The, 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 the mantra for 2019 is thanks to social media, my, my skin is extra thin. It's thinner than toilet paper. We're so brutal that we cannot accept criticism. We cannot accept when, hey, we're just joking around. We're just having fun. Or sarcasm. People don't understand context. And it's due to all this on social media. The, the nihilism. The fact that people don't 
they don't care. They just want to destroy. They, they they see people having fun, and they just come to destroy. A lot of these people that are are attacking things like any form of entertainment, attacking people, they don't care. They just look at this shit to be offended. They they look at everything, any possible thing to to make themselves offended. And when you see those people get offended, they go on an uproar, they try to cancel people, they try to ruin their lives. And when they're done, when they finally succeeded in ruining that person's lives or that that group or whatever, they just go about their business because they had no personal stake. They weren't a fan of that movie or that franchise or that artist or that, you know, video game or what what have you. They just want to see shit fuck up. They want it to just destroy, that impulse to destroy because their lives are so, and I mean it, when you go online and you do the best detective work, most done, the better than most agencies and, and, and police departments, and you go back five, 10, 15, maybe 20 years just to get back at someone or just to ruin someone, you had to be the most piece of shit human being. You had to, you had to be so unfulfilled in your miserable existence to want to do that. You had to be the most disgusting form of a human being to want to just go back over, you just go back years, five years, 10 years, 15 years, 20 years about some stuff that happened a while ago, a long time ago at that. And you never know, maybe that person's outlook changed. Maybe you took the context wrong. Maybe, maybe it was a joke. Maybe he or she didn't mean it. But when we do that, that shows that we're very unfulfilled in our lives. We're very unhappy. We don't want to see, we don't want to uplift people. We don't want to look at the, the best in people. All we want to do is just look at the negative aspect of, of society and the negative side of life. And also, we want to just exaggerate. We want to exaggerate because that's what people do that have nothing better to do with their lives. They want to embellish. They want to invent. And essentially, what, what you have is a society that just you know, we, we're just full of nihilism. We see people on social media living a good life and we don't like it. We're all, fuck this, and I'm going to go and ruin their lives. And, and instead of, like, not everyone's going to be a millionaire. Not everyone's going to be filthy rich. But as long as you're fulfilled, as long as you're happy, and you're able to make a living... You're able to su- to support yourself if you have a, a wife or a husband, kids, and you do that. 
as long as you're living your life, as long as you're not harming yourself, your family, or anyone else, then good. But to just take your take time out of your life to go and, and try to cancel people and try to ruin their lives and go on this social media and do better detective work. I'm telling you, a lot of these armchair detectives and and armchair lawyers and armchair uh, physicians, they like they do their best work when they're trying to ruin other people's lives because they're so unfulfilled. They are so just filled. They're void of any happiness. They're void of anything positive in life. And it's so scary. And those are the people that you want to avoid. Those are the people that you want to, you know, point out. Because it's getting to that point that more and more is going on. And also I want to talk about something. And this is going to piss people off. I don't care because we're here to talk about the facts. And also correlates to context and also the fact that people just want to be heard. They they will ignore. And I was talking about this uh, with a coworker of mine and, you know, cool cat, you know, shout outs to to you, my man. If you listen to this, you know, well, I'll let you know when and where to listen to this. But anyways, we were talking about this, just the fact that. You can have a conversation with someone and you can try to understand where they're coming from. You try to get, you know, to understand and, and, and meet them halfway and get their point of view and try to, you know, come and understand them and, and just broaden her horizons. And when it comes especially with these these movements, these groups, you know, of your pro-black if you're you know in the left or anything like that it's very difficult it's hair pullingly annoying to just communicate it's very hard to communicate to people because they don't care they will see all the facts and they will ignore it and they will just try to put they don't spin into things. They try to embellish. They try to make shit up. They try to play the victim. And it's just crazy to me that while they want people to understand them, they refuse any new information. They refuse any new incoming information. Whatever information they have, that's it. No new information come in, uh, no facts or opinions or insight. Well, they will not accept it. And me and my coworker on, on Friday, we was talking about this. And we was like, oh, my God, like, I've dealt with this so many times with Pearl Blacks. And it's like, why they do that? And it just come from a place that just the double standard and the fact that they're nihilists. You know, no no matter what, all values are baseless. Nothing can be known or communicated. It's often associated with extreme pessimism 
and a radical skepticism that condemns existence. That's all you need to know right there when you talk to these people. Just have a, a thing about them that no matter what, they don't believe in anything, no, no new information comes in. Whatever they, they have, that's it. Whatever information they have, whatever experiences or, or outlook on life that they have, that's it. They based all that on a flimsy, flimsy uh, support, on a flimsy foundation. And that's why you can't talk to them. I applaud for, you know, people on the left. I applaud, you know, in, in my wheelhouse, you know, with, with wrestling fans and, and just people in general, when they're able to have their, their views and beliefs but are able to let new information come in. And they will able they will try to understand you. They will try to meet you in the middle. I commend those people because those people, like, I don't want people to agree with me with every fucking thing. That would be boring. I want to be able to, for both parties, for, you know, person A, person B, to want to essentially be able to understand each other, to come to an understanding, to be heard, and whatever someone says, they be able to, you know, explain themselves, to be able to debate it, and to get each and every side of, of the debate or the conversation. So that way, when you're all said and done, be like, hey, I learned something. When it's that feeling that you got, when you are able to come into the agreement, like, hey, you know, well, just understand where you're coming from. I, I try to at least to meet you halfway and you know it's it's so fulfilling that that rush that chill that you get when you when two people are agreeing or at least you come to an understanding or compromise or you get the person you don't get that it's really rare to get that nowadays because no one no one wants to to understand each other no one wants to spend that time Whatever views and outlook that we have, that's it. Fuck everything because it's too hard to to bring in new information and retain new information, especially since the majority of Americans and majority of people in the West, they have short attention spans. So it's very hard, even if you tried, it's going to be hard for people to, you know, keep focus. And it's just, it's crazy that we live in this world and that's why a lot of people they just become antisocial because they're afraid if they have differing views from other people that they're going to be singled out they're going to be ridiculed they're going to be you know you know oppressed and for what just for having you know different views and I what I was going to say earlier who wants to agree with everyone who wants to agree with everything someone says it's boring it's cool to have likes and interests things that you have in common with, with your friends your family you know girlfriend boyfriend whoever and or just someone that you 
started talking to. But it's the differences that set us apart. While we're all worrying about offending people and worrying about, you know, just trying not to step on toes. You know, we should just be trying to learn more about each other, understand for the most part, and not asking to braid each other's hair and play, you know, knick-knack, patty-whack, or whatever the fuck the name is. But just to come to understand them, understand why people think the way they do. And I'm telling you, it's a, it's a scary world we live in today. Who wants to agree with every, everything someone says? And if you don't agree with everything, then you're, you know, you're the enemy. Who who wants to live like that? Like, that's when you're not thinking for yourself. And especially with the Dave Chappelle special, like, oh, my God. Like, he, if, I don't know if you guys play Yu-Gi-Oh!, you know, for those who are listening, the listeners out there, those who played Yu-Gi-Oh! Watch Yu-Gi-Oh! When Yugi activates his trap card, is oh you, you fell right into my trap. Or for those who listen to the sub version, Japanese version, reverse reverse card open. That's the translation that he just reeled the female audiences in when talking about Me Too and abortion and all that. Like he reeled them in and just started talking shit, and I love it because. People had to be accountable for their own actions. They cannot blame someone else. They cannot blame everybody else except for themselves. There has to be some sort of accountability. There had to be some sort of accountability. And it's it's an hour long, it's an hour and five minutes long. Very it is, I believe, one of Dave Chappelle's best stand up specials. Since uh, uh, killing them softly. That oh my god, like it, it felt like the good old times. Just like every every punchline was oh man, like nowadays like comedy and you guys know this. Nowadays, everything is about all oh, vagina, all oh, like especially the female comics, all oh, vagina, vagina. Uh, all all this stupid shit. Like, you're not funny. The reason why people are laughing at you is because you're a female and they wanna, you know, they don't wanna step on your toes. And it's cute when they say vagina a few times, or they talk about sex, which females accuse us of doing. And hey, we're all we're all human. At least I hope so. We all have our needs, and sex should be something natural, right? But it's treated like such a taboo because, oh, like, I don't want to be thought of as something, and I'm not. But it's something, sex is natural. If you want it, then, hey, get it. Just as long as you're safe, just as long as you're careful, don't be spreading STDs out here. We're always wear a condom. If you don't have any, buy some. Don't feel some type of way when you when you go and buy condoms because I'd rather go and buy a box of condoms and 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 worry about what people are gonna say. Oh, oh, oh he's buying condoms. 
oh, he's buying fucking condoms. I'm looking at him like, you got made fun of. <laughs> you got made fucking fun of for buying condoms or, or whatnot. I remember back in them like, what? So if I don't buy condoms, then what? Oh, I'm not getting any ass. But then if I do, y'all making fun because, oh, you, 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 you're a pussy. I mean, I'm getting pussy, but, oh, you're a pussy. You know, you got to you gotta do it no rubber feels better. Okay, well, either I get a bunch of STDs or I get someone pregnant and my life is basically ruined for the next 18 years, I guess. And, you know, it, it's just these things, man. We got to, you just got to gotta be mindful of this thing. But, you know, Dave Chappelle talked about uh, just the cancel culture uh the me too abortion you know the you know the school shootings and again he was right on the money with uh when he said oh you better you know if it takes you know if it takes a, a little while a long while if it takes uh, 5 10 15 20 years you know I'm a you know find out some shit I'm gonna ruin your life and people in the audience were saying, Oh, it's it's oh it's it's uh it's Trump. He he's 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 imitating Trump. I'm like, you fucking idiots. He's making fun of you. And man, like he 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 suckered he got the crown upon his hand, man. Like he especially with the with the whole abortion and and uh and all that bit the females are not like that in the audience. And I was like, good. The point of comedy is to make you laugh, is to make you offended. And at the end of the day, when you're done, oh, shit, okay. You know, I had a good time. You were able to reflect back. Like, comedy is all about fun. And nowadays, you got to be careful. Oh, you can't, you can't make fun about Me Too. You can't make, you can't make fun of uh, school shootings. And you can't bring up LGBT. TQ, you can't do all this stuff. You can't bring up these groups, can't bring up these situations because then you get in trouble. It's like, since when is comedy and also a the effort too? Like, since when is comedy so uh, micromanaged and, and, and censored and so under scrutiny? It's like I'm watching an episode of Money Night Raw with, with everything being so micromanage and scrutinize and, and everything seems so formulaic like people the reason why we watch any form of entertainment we know it's it's, it's scripted to degree if it's sports then we know hey whatever's going on is going on enjoy it. we have fun we watch comedy because we want to have a good laugh we want to have a good time and just how comics how comedians push the envelope but nowadays everything's so safe everything's so like you know uh, just basically tippy-toeing you know when you go out you know when you go uh out your room and try to you know sneak in a you know a glass of milk or or whatever or Especially when going in the bathroom, you don't want to wake up people. So you just tippy toe, just like we're like that. It's like fuck that. If you gotta use the bathroom, you need to use the bathroom. 
if you if you want a, a little late midnight snack, get that midnight snack. Of course, the younger you are, you shouldn't do it. But you know, we're so fucking tippy toe. We're so worried about offending people. It's like fuck that shit, man. Like I wanna, I wanna be entertained. I wanna have fun. And these nihilists are just sucking the life out of every fucking thing, and it's tiring. Just the things that we use to escape from is being occupied. Is is being, you know, that's that word. Uh, anyways, it's just being. There you go, infiltrated. See, as soon as I said fuck it, the word came to mind. Everything's being infiltrated. Things that we use as a form of escapism is being infiltrated. Because, uh, once again, politics got to get in, got to get in there and, and ruin everything when it sh- we should have fun. As a society, we should be able to enjoy the fine things of life, not worry about all the negative aspects of life because the moment that you do, you're not living. And I've told people close to me about this. I, I told them this, that you got to worry about the things that you're able to, con- you're able to control. You can't. You cannot go through life tippy-toeing and also looking for every and every everything in life. You cannot worry about just the negative shit in life. You cannot do that. That's no way to live. That's why people are so damn unhappy. That's why you have the you know the anxiety is so high. You have. The suicide rates are are up. Depression's all time high. So when Dave Chappelle he did the special, and you know let's let's talk about this. Sticks and stones. Dave Chappelle sticks and stones. Netflix special Iran Tomatoes. It has one star. It's twenty three percent. But I forgot which an INDB ninety nine percent rating, and these critics, man, is an example of a they don't know good comedy. B they were offended like the first five minutes, then they were offended, so they just stopped watching. And also. Yep, they they have no absolutely no funny bone in their body, and they're a representation of society in a nutshell. It's fucking crazy. Like people don't fucking care. Like oh, it's offensive. It's it's crude. I fucking love it. People are 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 watching this like crazy. I. I watched it. I enjoyed the hell out of it. I don't care that it's offensive to, to some people because there's going to be something that everyone gets offended by. You cannot please people. But the moment that you understand, hey, this whether you like it or don't like it, as long as everyone else likes it, I'm good. That's all you can do is just put out your content and if people like it, they will let you know. They will. It will show. 
And if people don't like it, oh well. If you don't like it, don't watch it. Don't listen to it. Don't view it. Don't see it. Move on to something else that you do, that you do like. We worry about things that we don't like. We clamor and we get offended easily. We love we just search for this shit to talk about because again, like I mentioned earlier, people's lives are so fucking minuscule. They're so unfulfilled. They have nothing going on in their lives. They're unhappy, probably married to someone that they don't like. Kids that they don't like. A job that they don't like. So they put it out on the people. It's like, hey, this is not a, a, a you know, a, a me problem. It's a you problem. Your life is fucked up. You're unhappy. You need to fix the shit going on in your life instead of trying to ruin other people's lives to put them at your level. You know, and also we talked about Michael Jackson. This is Dave Chappelle. Michael Jackson talked about R. Kelly. And, of course, people were like, oof. Like he, he went there. It's like, yeah. You know, like, people are going around, oh, he, you know, Michael Jackson, he, he right? Like, it's like. You know, did, did he? You know, did he rape you? Did he mess with you? Did he do anything to you? And even with, with Michael Jackson, he's dead now. He can't defend himself. But someone that is alive, and someone that we know did some crazy shit to underage girls, but the whole time we're defending him because oh, he makes good music. Oh, he makes me feel good. Oh, I love listening to to Step in the Name of Love and, um, you know, barbecues and, and, and black barbecues. You know, I love the, the chocolate album. Oh, I love, I love all his stuff that he makes me feel good. But while he's doing that, he's making you feel good, right? You know, you listen to R. Kelly's shirt, right? He's been, he has so much dirt on him. So much fucking dirt. But nope. But then we'll quickly go on to Michael Jackson. The guy, the, the guy is dead. The King of Pop is dead. And while we're going after Michael Jackson, all this stuff, and all the allegations came out, R. Kelly was doing some crazy shit. Mansions full of, of girls getting, you know, sp- uh, essentially slavery stuff that's been you know proven and nope he makes good music i love the way he makes me feel we gotta we gotta play we gotta play music and you know in these uh these barbecues and social outings and baby showers and whatnot nope he didn't do it because it makes me feel good his music i love his music it's fucking crazy. And this is where we are. We're, we're, we're se- selective outrage because, oh, I like this person, so he didn't do it even though there's evidence that he did do it. But then we can essentially crucify one person and he didn't do it, but we'll let someone slide and he did do it. And that's the problem. And Dave Chappelle brought that up and was like, again, 
where's the lie? <laughs> where's the fucking lie? So that is why that 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 is why like man if you haven't watched Sticks and Stones, please watch it. Now you probably already watched them late to the party. That's the case, cool. If you watched it, please tell me you know what you what you thought of it. Please tell me what you thought of uh, the Netflix special because it was fucking hilarious. You know, and uh, I want to talk about uh, Vic Mayana, the case in the second, and how it correlates to nihilism. But I want to tell a little story. Story time. So there's this post that I posted about, you know, rapists and how if female females out here that are reporting false rape that they should be put in jail it was a meme, it was a, a meme uh, essentially a meme but it was basically a photo saying that women who who report false rape should go to jail and then there's someone who is she's nice but of course you know I ain't got into it and instead of addressing the point that was on the on the photo, and I said, yes, rape is bad. People who, men who actually commit, who are found guilty and committing, there's evidence and all that, but essentially men who who commit rape, they, they are evil pieces of shit and they should go to jail. They should rot in jail. They should be buried under the jail. And instead of addressing the point at hand, that person just decided to sway to the other side and made a whole completely different point and assumed that I didn't that I didn't care or I didn't know that men rape and that rape can happen when we establish yes, rape. Rape can happen. And, of course, when people, you know, especially on Facebook, they post just long essays. Like, I remember people used to hating, used to hate writing, a, you know, a little essay or or an exit project. And they had to write at least, like, 10 pages worth of stuff for their assignment. People used to hate that. But now on Facebook... When people just want to be heard and want to put their politics out there, like, I'm like, holy shit. I wish that people, you know, growing up did that. They had that drive to spend 10, 15, 20 minutes writing a long diatribe. And they just want to be heard. And as soon as I saw that, I was like, okay, I'm good. Because at the moment... You're not addressing the real. You're not addressing the real point. You're not addressing the issue at hand. You're instead deflecting, and you're injecting your own bias. You're injecting your own speak, your own talk, just to get heard. When you're not addressing the, the topic at hand, what was in the photo? Discuss what's in the photo. And people do that. 
Not only because they want to be heard, because they cannot admit to themselves, oh shit. In, in this case, there are women out here that are, and especially with this Me Too movement, they're out here claiming false rape allegations. And a lot of times they don't get punished. So anyone can say, oh, this guy assaulted me, this guy raped me. And without no evidence, without no, especially without DNA evidence, without witnesses, without anything of the fact, the man is guilty. And then even when the guy is, is found to be innocent, doesn't matter. That guy has a scarlet letter. But then you had cases when women rape men or rape boys and they go under the table. They go out scot-free or just get a slap on the wrist because when we want to talk about equality, when we want to talk about, oh, women need to be equal, they need to be treated equally, you know, like men, but then that shit surfaces and they're like, oh, no, 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 sweep that under the rug, you know, that, that don't count. And I saw that, and I was like, first of all, like, this is why, and I know, God, I know you ladies and gentlemen, on, on, you know, listen to this episode, you have experienced this many times, and that's why you just go and post memes, that's why you go and just share cat videos, you share memes, and you, you don't put out any anything like that, because the moment you, you put any any political conversation or just your opinion on something, then you're going to have people just fishing, just how people fish for for likes and fish for compliments. They are fishing to be offended by something and then go online and essentially, especially on Facebook and Twitter, because Twitter is, is the... The, the boundless pit of social media. Don't get me started about so, about Twitter. You go on social media and they just look for shit to be offended by because they don't have shit going on in their lives. And hey, if this upsets people, this pisses people off, I don't care because I'm just saying the facts. And hey, this if this podcast comes to an end, so be it. If it's been a, it's been a nice ride just a few months so be it you know i have other things going on and i love doing this but hey people get offended they're like oh get everyone prime tv off the air like i'm not even big enough i'm not even a, a, a medium level podcast like so be it. if 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 it's so be done if i'm you know, destroyed or, or uh, hakaid, you know, Japanese, it's Japanese for destroy. So be it. But it is just crazy how people will fish at things to be offended by and they will try to cancel it, try to, you know, demonize you or, or put words in your mouth or just lie. And I do this podcast because I love doing it. And I can talk about whatever I want just as long as I'm respectful. And I'm all about respect. I'm all about, you know, listening from, from you know, listening to both sides of the aisle, of the debate, whatever. Because I'm not a 
offended if I'm wrong on something. Okay. Hey, I was wrong. But even when I'm right, I'm not going to rub it in someone's face. I'm not going to dodge the shoe. I'm not going to dance. I'm not going to slide and, and, and bob and weave. Like, I'll tackle anything head on. Like, I, I would love to have debates and stuff live, if that. But, of course, no one wants to. So, we'll see. We shall see. But, yeah, like, that's one of the, the you know, little bit of story time. Something real that happened. I'm like, oh, this saw it. And I was like, okay, like, as soon as I read the first sentence, all right. Like, you're not addressing the, the issue. You're not addressing... Uh, the fact that hand, because all all the stuff that you're saying is just to, again, demonize men. Even though we're about all, we got to be equal, we got to be fair and balanced. Don't just here to demonize men for being men, especially if you're a white male. Holy shit, I feel sorry for the white males out there in America and, and the world. I, I apologize. You know, like, it is being a white male, being a male in general, is not cool. Having testosterone is not cool. Having a, a, a ball sack and a penis is not cool. You know, just being, even doing regular stuff is considered to be, uh, you considered to have a toxic or, or showing toxic masculinity. And I'm like, holy shit. Well, oh well. <laughs> That is, uh, there's the breaks, right? So, you know, fuck all that noise. Like, by exhibiting normal male behavior, there's nothing wrong with that. But people find offense to it because there are what we call betas. All right? We're call, that's what we call beta males. No backbone. And also, there's beta women, too. We always talk about the alpha males, but we got to give the the alpha females some shine too because there are a lot of them out there. Ones that won't take any shit, but they're gentle. They know the time and place. They don't talk out of line. They're responsible. In many ways, they understand that sex is what, what you know, essentially, hey, they're able, they don't have to feel ashamed of liking sex and enjoying sex. It's natural as a part of life. And they understand, hey, I got my needs, but of course I got to I gotta respect myself before I demand respect. And they usually got their shit together. Uh, these women out here who are protesting this and that, they don't got their shit together. They're essentially projecting the fact that they're not attractive, they're not sought after, they're not desired. They have so many things going against them. And hey, even women who have things against them and they try to, you know, they try to make a better life for themselves. Hey, they're considered alphas. But the ones who, who don't, they're betas. And then the men, just so weak. And that's what we call also soy boys and you know we oof, let's not get into that another another time I really want to talk about Vic Mignogna because it also correlates to social nihilism so 
let's go into this article aqui. Okay. So judge delivers ruling in Vegmiana's Funimation lawsuit. This is by CBR.com. So on Friday, a Texas District Court judge made a series of rulings in Dragon Ball Super Broly voice actor Vic Mayana. Vic Mayana's defama- uh, defamation lawsuit against the anime dubbing and distribution company Funimation, along with two other voice actors, Monica Rial, Jimmy Markey, and their fiance, one of the actors, Ron Ronald Toye, or Ron Soye, but let's not name call here. Uh, fiance Rial, who had made public statements regarding sexual harassment allegations against Mayana. Among the rulings of Judge John P. Chomp, sorry if I pronounced that, in Tarrant County District Court, were one to dismiss all claims against voice actor Jamie Markey, who voices. Uh, Matra- oh my god, I don't know pronounce that. Uh she was one of the voice actors in um uh Dragon Ball Super. Uh to dismiss the claims against Funimation for tortious interference and civil conspiracy and three to dismiss all claims of tortious interference of existing contracts and tortious interference of business relations against voice actor Monica Rial and her fiance Ron Toy. So I'm going to read a little bit further, but I just want to say this. There's evidence that Ron and Monica have knowingly text messages and tweets, uh, eyewitness accounts, that they were essentially trying to get Vic, you know, just out of these conventions that he was contracted to be on, that's where tortious interference come in, what a contract and tortious, tortious interference in business relations. So when you're contracted to be in a convention or a con for short, essentially that's tortious interference. If you're been, if you're scheduled to be in a convention if you're contracted, if you're getting paid, it's all done official. And someone tries to essentially, you know, form a conspiracy to get said person off of those conventions, essentially not getting paid. That's what happens. You know, that is sources of inference. But however, judge dismissed the case. And there was, and it, it pissed, it, it, you know, it pissed me off that there was evidence right there, and everything's thrown out. But it's not the end, because again, like I mentioned before, it's just one of many battles. This is the one battle was lost, but the many others, and as long as the war is won, it's all good. So my whole thing is evidence is right there and yeah of course it's thrown out and hey if there's some biasness there's biasness but it's it's bullshit what can you do the ruling is done and also Ron Toye there was a lot of things that were uh, 
revealed about him that essentially he is a piece of shit human being and he's threatened his ex-wives child and judge and judge's family but of course that had nothing to do with the Vic Mayana case but it showed two things one that the sky is a shitty human being and two the hypocrisy it showed lots of hypocrisy because they're going after this they're going after this man Vic for the same stuff and worse that this guy Ron Toy has done and you never know maybe he did it and forced Monica Rial we don't know it's a lot of variables a lot of things we don't know and it will come out sooner or later but just the fact that in this case you know hey you know the hypocrisy is showing it just shows how again we just selectively we just have selective outrage on a lot of things and the same shit that these people are accusing Vic of doing they they have ran all over them they have those same skeletons in their closet the ones that they're trying to project on other people and it's wild and hey and if you're standing with Vic like standing with him until the very end I also agree that there shouldn't be no harassment uh, to Ron and Monica and Jamie and all the other voice actors and, and this information you can, you have your right to be you you know you definitely have your right to be upset you have a right to be pissed off but no harassment because that's not going to get anywhere and that's just going to hurt Bix's case and I, I have episodes uh, excuse me podcasts talking about uh, Funimation and Vic Mayana when the, the case uh, you know all the allegations came out and you know it's crazy that now like this 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 happened back in February and we're in September and now like it's starting to roll in but it's just insane how much time and and, and energy is wasted and all because these people are so unhappy with this guy, Vic, because he's popular. He's well known in the in the voice uh, acting industry. He's very charismatic. He's very well liked. He has a larger fan base than than Jamie Markey or Monica Rial has, and that's fact. He's way more personal. He's way more likable than a lot of the uh, Funimation staff, including Sean Schimmel, you know, Chris Sabat, you know, Monica Rial. He's way more likable than all those guys. And they saw, especially since he moved closer to Funimation Studio so he can you know, get the new position and be closer to his work. Because, you know, a lot of voice actors, what they do is they record, they have a studio in their house, and then they'll send the recordings to 
the you know if it's Funimation if it's you know wherever and they will include it in they will edit it in they will splice it in into the TV sh- the series or the movie what have you so since he was you know just he was uh, essentially geared for this position for a new position where he's gonna have a more power where he's gonna just like uh, Sabat, so Chris Sabat, he has um, power to hire people and, and producing and all that jazz. So Vic was going to have that. And of course, people in question did not like that. So while they were buddy-buddy and, and and they were hugging him, oh, he's my, he's my friend, they were plotting to basically destroy his man's life, his, his livelihood, essentially the source of income for a lot of these voice actors going to conventions and, and doing signings and appearances they make sure he was fucked and to the point that he would get so depressed so out of it that he was essentially going to kill himself and yeah like it's like oh shit like yes like what do you know you're going to Make sure that you separate, you cut him away from his his livelihood, because he can't do uh, Broly. He, you know, he can't do Broly. You can't do the voice of Broly anymore. And I don't know about the other, uh, you know, like Full Alchemist, but for sure he cannot do Broly anymore. Uh, many of the other. Uh, uh, voices that uh, he does that's axed as well to the point that separating from his, his job his livelihood, his fans his everything to the point that he's isolated he's all alone and he will do what they want him to do is essentially kill himself these people plot him they were plotting against him Essentially, to die, they wanted him so depressed and so miserable. And he's mentioned that he he's you know he has uh he's the he has battles of depression. But then they go around and, and talk about all like anxiety, um, depressed. But someone that's actually dealing with depression, someone that's going through it, and you're trying to essentially get him to that point, that point of no return. And it's fucked up to for people to to plot that way, all because all oh, popularity, all oh, because he's gonna have a, a better position at Funimation. This is why you see, and we go back to the definition of social nihilism, because these people have no beliefs that you know. The, all their values are baseless. Nothing can be known or communicated. Is often associated with extreme pessimism and a radical skepticism that condemns existence. So they want to make sure that the existence of Vic Mayana is condemned. And if that means that he kills himself, so be it. The The fact that this man values you know, his religion and the fact that he's 
He's accepting to all people. They don't like that. They, they don't. They do not like that. And a true nihilist will believe in nothing, have no loyalties. Essentially, they had, they were not loyal to him. He he was stabbed in the back by them. And no purpose other than to destroy. Imagine if if some of these act some of these voice actors they were to uh, essentially go out and and be more personable, be more liked, and 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 be the talk of the town, and wanna you know embrace all the positive of of you know of their work and and embrace their fans and be able to you know and be able to have all that love and support and and be decent human beings nope no loyalties no purpose other than perhaps the impulse to destroy so they just all we cannot have him in in sort of power because he's already popular he's well liked and the movie did uh, the Dragon Ball Super Broly movie did very well and we don't like that so we're gonna destroy him and and they did but I, I'm, I'm so thankful that the fans and I became a fan. I didn't know who he was until this case happened many months ago, and I was like, "Holy shit!" Like I did not, I honestly, did not know who he was. I knew, you know, of course, Sabat and Shimon, but I did not know uh, Fekmayana. I just, you know. New Broly, he was one of my favorites. So I was like, oh shit, like this, and this got me like, you know, curious who he was and all the voices that he he's uh, done for many animes and just like, like wow, like you start digging deeper and deeper and deeper and you start to see, man, like this guy, you see him down to earth. He's charismatic. He's popular. People like him. He's very acceptable of all people. All people of all colors, creeds, uh, sexualities, what what have you, all religions, and they don't like that. They don't like the fact that someone can be so open, so well liked. And hey, no one's perfect. I'm not saying this guy is all virtuous because he he's done some things. We all have done things. He cheated. He did something we're supposed to do. But at the end of the day. You know, we're human. We are flawed beings. But at the end of the day is, is how you, you manage that, how you able to deal with that. And these people, they know that they're flawed, but they try to pass off as being virtuous. They try to pass off as being the victim and playing the victim and essentially going around and while they got their own skeletons in the closet, they try to pass those skeletons as other people's. And they are unwilling to look themselves in the mirror. They're unwilling to essentially face their demons. And just separate the fact that, hey, everyone has a, the, their level of success. I'm going to try my best. I'm going to use that drive to be a better voice actor, a better this, a better that. And be a decent human being. 
But nope, we can't do that because we're we're just fucking pieces of shit. And all we want to do is to destroy. We will destroy a man's livelihood. We'll go and, and just essentially make it to where this guy kills himself, so be it. So fucking be it, right? This guy kills himself because we essentially uh, just separated him and isolated him from his friends, his family, his job, his passion. And so be it. His money. So be it. If he kills himself, oh well. We just want to destroy. We here. We came to destroy and we don't care what happens. Because all, all about vindictiveness all about nihilism especially with social media social media had a huge role in this whole hashtag kick Vic thing had a huge role and that's where the social nihilism comes to that's where all pieces together with the Dave Chappelle sticks and stone special with this whole romp of the Vic Mignogna case with Funimation with Monica Rial, Ron Toye, and the other voice actors. And also, you want to talk about, you know, the pot calling the kettle black. There's some recordings that that were uh, leaked from Funimation. And you'll think, I'm, if I have any recordings if I had any, any you know, raunchy recordings, I'll make sure that, first of all, they were deleted or they wouldn't be up in the fucking cloud or on the fucking server, the Funimation servers, you know. I, I will think, hey, let's, let's not, let's not, let's be smart about this. And these recordings came out and you have, especially with uh, Chris Sabat's um, leaked audio. Oof. So not only that they're doing it in the, you know, he's doing it in the server voices of uh, Yangsha, Piccolo, Mr. Popo, Kami, and you also you have um voice of uh, Chi Chi, Krillin, Goku, and you you also have Monica Rian there as well, and they're in character. And my whole thing is, first of all, it's all about her, the hypocrisy. It's not about all, like, there should be punished for this. I'm, is these recordings actually funny to me. I'm all for crude humor. I'm all for morbid humor. I'm all for that. Because it's, it's, at the end of the day, it's just recordings. But you got to understand this shows Funimation's hypocrisy. That they're all were, were, were about, you know, safe workplace practices and, you know, we're not about being homophobic or, or sexist or whatnot or, you know, we don't condone, you know, rape of any kind. While they're all doing that, you know, while they're all saying that, they're, they're preaching and, and, and all that shit, you have your employees in character, doing these recordings, raunchy recordings, by the way. And then with the the little piece to the resistance with fucking 
Chris Sabat with doing the voices of Yangsha, Mr. Popo, Kami, and Piccolo. Basically sodomizing Yangsha. And of course, two things. One, Yangsha continues to take L's. And two, this is this. And they're using Bruce Faulkner's score, his music, and the toy sound effects. So you know this was pre-produced. This this had time put into it. And it's like, hey, if you guys want to do a fucking, you know, fan fiction, if you want to, you know, get used to doing hentai or whatever, you want to get in the hentai business, that's cool, that's good and all, but it just shows the level of hypocrisy. So you're talking about, yeah, let, let's not, you know, we don't condone, uh, sexual assault, we don't condone this and that and and, and 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 rape and all this stuff, any kind, and yet you have your employees in character with the toy sound effects with the music of Bruce Faulkner in the background. It was well produced and obviously a, a voice actor, if he's doing multiple voices, he can't like go on the fly, he had to take a you know, a little pause and then go into the other character's voice. So you know that there has to be some editing involved. And again, I'm not for punishing them and, and with for for that, but just to show the hypocrisy. And this was all on on the servers of Funimation. And this is fucking crazy. This is the, the fucking crazy thing is you know, this whole social nihilism, cognitive dissonance, and cognitive dissonance is when a person has two conflicting ideas, they cancel out. So they're preaching about, oh, Vic is a, is a, he's a pedo. It's, you know, hey, throw those, throw those words out. Oh, he's, he's a rapist. He's a pedo. This, that. It's easy. Nowadays, everyone is throwing that out there. And when I mean everyone, I mean the people in question. And so much so that the word, those words are losing its its weight. It's just thrown around to just, you know, just turn people just to try to ruin their, their, their image. So you got to do is say, hey, this, this fucking guy is a fucking rapist. He's a fucking pedophile, this, that. You know, he's a scumbag, he's a piece of shit. So while they're all doing that, while they're doing all that shit, they, they, it's just, it's so crazy to me. It's just insane. And I listen to the recordings. And it's like, again, hilarious, but then it's just, it dawns on you that, your, one, your childhood is ruined, and two, it just shows their hypocrisy. And hey, if, if uh, the voice actors, if they want to like do projects on the side, that's cool. But again, your you know your <coughs> excuse me, your hypocrisy is showing. Your fucking hypocrisy is showing, and it's just it's apparent that they knew what they were doing. They were all complicit in trying to get 
of Vekmayana's career ruined, trying to get him fired from Funimation, trying to interfere with his contracts, you know, interfere, you know, tortious interference for contract, tortious interference in business relations, you know, slander, defamation of character, you know, it's all there. But of course, because how the law works sometimes doesn't always work in our favor, but however, this is one battle, but there are many battles leading up to the end of the war. So I hope that Vic can at least get some sort of justice because, you know, go through it, we stand behind him until the end, and if it find where if it comes out that he actually did do it, then it fucking sucks. But in my heart of hearts, I know this guy is innocent just because of the way that they went after him. It's just too... Everything seems so aligned with the movie's release and all the stuff coming out and then him having a job offer at Funimation and he moved out from California to to Texas to be closer to Funimation Studios and then all the stuff coming out with uh, Chris Sabat and all this, this sexual assault allegations there and this casting couch is so much shit. It's so much shit. But of course, you know, you you have all this hearsay, you have all this all this shit that muddies the waters. So I hope that this gets situated. I hope this gets rectified because it is so oh Lord, it's getting so like tiring. Like I just want this to be over. I want this to be done with because, you know, this is what happens. They're essentially trying to get rid of him, you know, just ruin his life, ruin his career. So they're going to drag this out. And I hope Vic gets some justice. And if he's proven, you know, innocent, you know, by the court and he didn't do this and he gets some sort of justice. I hope we got some sort of justice and as fans we need just to support him, have his back and not harass the people in question because that's not gonna solve anything. We gotta start thinking with our with our minds, not with our hearts. We need to start thinking logically. You know, that's what we gotta do essentially. So with that being said if you guys listen to this all the way to the end, you're awesome. I love you. Please consider going on Twitter and following me. You can find me at Ruben Prime TV. Again, Twitter at Ruben Prime TV. If you want to check out my website, you can go to RubenPrimeTV.com. It is the hub destination the mecca of the Room Prime TV podcast network. Also, if you want, if you want to find out where you can listen to this, if SoundCloud isn't your thing, Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, Spotify, Stitcher, and TuneIn Radio, 
if you guys are not, you know, you're not really feeling SoundCloud, please. There are many options. This is what this is what is about is having options. And if you don't like listening to this on one, only on, on one place, there's other places for you to listen to. And also, I will post my Teespring for those who want a hoodie or a t-shirt or a sticker. Now, as the months come, I will try to post more designs, uh, shirts and hoodies and whatnot. But I just want to get my my brand, my logo out there. And, uh, you know, I'm not trying to make a profit. I'm just trying to get my, my, my name out there. Definitely want to do that, most importantly, because, you know, money money comes and goes. But as long as I have a loyal following, if I have uh, an interactive fan base, I'll be way more appreciative than that. And also, speaking of uh, interactive fan bases, please consider leaving a review on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts on if you're, you know, hearing my voice, tell me what you think. If I suck, if I'm doing a good job, if I'm so-so, but please, just uh, constructive criticism. I'm not afraid of it. If I, if I need to do better, I need to improve. Let me know. I'm all, I'm all for improvement because I want to get better at this. This is my hobby, one of my passions, and I want to get better at this. And I can't do it without your help. And also, please, you know, on Twitter, please hit me up. Please, uh, you know, talk to me. I'm not a hard person to reach. I don't bite. I'm down to our conversations. I'm down to just chat away. So with that being said, I've been Ruin Prime. And please enjoy your weekend. Get ready for that work week. And if you're, you know, listen to this during the middle of the week, please expect a podcast every Sunday. I try to squeeze out two, but, you know, it's going to be difficult. So, that being said, I'm going to shut the hell up now. Much love to all my fans and supporters. Shouts to all of the people who've been on the podcast. You know, I love you guys. Grow himself. Agent Neil, HSC Boys, uh, good friend Hellcat, love you all. So that being said, I'm going to shut the hell up now, finally, and get this recorded for you guys to listen and enjoy to your leisure. That being said, guys, I've been Room Prime. I bid you adieu. Peace out, guys.